Welcome to the fourth season of Pop Culture Elevator. You might get off on the wrong floor, but it'll still be the right one. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to follow the rabbit down some deeper holes, and we might just make it to Wonderland. That's the adventure we're looking for. We will deep dive into some newer films, but also take a look at some of our older favorites. No movie is too big or too small for us to handle, and hey, we'll even have time to talk about film news and our favorite celebrities. That's why we're the hosts of Pop Culture Elevator. And passengers, we'd love for you to message us. So if you'd like to, you can reach us at a few different places. Our email is popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is PCE Podcast. Instagram is at popcultureelevator. Facebook is facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. When Mark and I talk about pop culture, we have a hard time censoring ourselves. So there are spoilers. Some of these spoilers are many years old and some only a few days old. We just want you to know what you're getting into. So if you haven't seen the movie we were talking about, you might want to pause this and watch said film. This is your spoiler warning. Welcome back, passengers, to another episode of Pop Culture Elevator. Yes, welcome back for season four, episode 24, where we're going to be talking about the new Predator movie, Prey. You really got to say, the new Predator movie. Because when you hear Prey, you're not thinking Predator, which I like. I like that they did that. Yeah, and somebody's gonna be like, "Ooh, eat, pray, love." Like, uh... <laughs> uh, but no, I kind of like. There's no subtitle, like no subtitle to it. There's no uh, anything. It's just pray, it's and just that's pray. A, it's pretty bold of them to do that, just because uh, it could have been that could have backfired on them. Yeah, I feel like, like this is where like Kermit would be like, "This is the word of the day." P R E Y. Something like that. Did Kermit know. do words of the day, or would it be like, no, no. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Me. Oh God! <laughs> moving on, moving on. Yeah. Hey, editor, cut that now. Yeah, uh, I went and saw a live podcast recording for how they or how did this get made, which uh-huh. is like Paul Shear and his wife and Jason Manzukos, who uh-huh. you've seen in a ton of things. You would know who he is if you saw his face. Um, did you watch uh, the Good Place? Yeah, of course. He was the. Um, he was the other, uh, not robot, but you know, the girl that they could keep resetting. Yes, yes. Um, I can't think of the name right now. It's been a little while since I've watched it, but he was the other one that she like was with yeah. for a little while. And he'd yeah. come up and he'd say his name. Uh-huh. That guy. I remember that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he, he's one of the the hosts. Anyway, they would they they actually do have an editor. You know, they're like big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually do have an editor every so often. They'd be like, hey, cut that. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed to tell you what they cut. Because they told us no, but uh, it was funny. It was funny. They did a lot of cuts. Um. Anyway, pray. Uh, yeah, Predator movie, and and we've really been needing a good Predator movie. Yes, like Predators. It was fine. It was great. It was fun. Uh, but it it also wasn't like like the first or second Predator movies. Yeah, you know those were like classic action oh absolutely yeah like just just into the woods like hardcore action and suspense you know i've oh i love that so much and uh, to this day i like still hear like anytime you know like (laughs) in the woods like i'm just like oh my god that kind of creeps me out yeah if i'm walking through a wooded area i'm just kind of expecting it yeah and it it's just the first one is done so well the second one is is out there and i love it though like they they went different and I, I love that they did that. So, well, yeah, it was in the city, and I actually really enjoyed that one. It, yeah. Like uh, the the chase through the city. I love when he's like climbing down the side of a building, and the pipe disconnects because uh, I think his arm gets cut off, right? And uh, he uh, gets thrown into a, like an old lady's bathroom, and he's just like trying to like cauterize his arm and everything. Like all those scenes were just so amazing, and like. I don't know. I felt like they were like hyper realistic. And I still uh, to this day remember uh, Danny Glover walking onto the spaceship and you see the alien skulls in the background and it like you're like freaking the trophy out. trophy like, room. Yeah. Yeah. It, it further opens up things. And there's like this this mutual respect between uh, his character and the, pred- and the Predators. Yes. Uh, and, like, hey, you know, I you're kind of a worthy foe. Yeah. You know, 
And it, it, and that's really cool because if you uh, go to like Alien versus Predator, where you know everyone was like, "Oh, Predator would never team up with this this chick," and blah blah blah, and it's like, well, no, because Predator does take into the fact that they're mutual, like their their respect factor, like they do have that. Like, I will hunt with you. Yeah, like you are worthy of. There's that. a hierarchy. There's I'm, yeah, you know, all that stuff. They have rules, and it's cool that they set it up like that. And and I think. Uh, same kind with this movie i liked uh the the i liked it with this movie um that there's that respect factor but but not like he respects her like the main character it's that he he respects the hunter like the ones that are worthy foes and does not kill anybody or go after anybody that he doesn't think is the threat yeah he only goes after a threat because those are the ones that are like engaging in active combat Right, so like, there. That's why, like, the I love the lore in the other movies. They're talking about like I was in a war, I was like in a cartel battle, you know, and that's where I got sucked up. There was a light, and what was Danny Trejo saying? He was like, and ching out, you know, like yeah. here I am, you know. <laughs> so, uh, right. in in this movie, uh, you know, it's directed by uh, Dan is Dan Trachtenberg, yeah, Dan Trachtenberg, who I followed. Uh, a lot of his stuff because 10 Cloverfield Lane, man, oh, 10 Cloverfield course. Lane is fantastic. I mean, how do you, how do you get past how good that movie is? I mean, it, it took the Cloverfield, uh, the Cloverfield uh, plot and just elevated it to something totally different. It's a totally different movie. To this level. Right. No. And then he also, <laughs> he also did uh, the boys, right? He did an episode of the boys. Uh-huh. I mean, he's a great, he's a good director and he's done a lot of shorts. Like if you go into like, and not all of them are IMDb, but he's done a lot of short shorts and stuff. So it's just really cool that he's done that. Um, and he also writ- wrote the script for Prey, or at least the uh, story for Prey. And he's also rumored to be writing the movie based on um, the game Portal. Ooh. So, uh, but Dan Trachtenberg, great director. I'm glad they gave him a shot on this because I think he knocked it out of the park as far I, as... I do Prey. too. Um, but let's talk a little bit about how he cast uh native americans in the rules instead of whitewashing which he could have done he actually which put... we've been doing for many many years <laughs> exactly and he could have done it and people would have still watched it i think having this with uh native americans playing the roles it's supposed to be the comanche tribe um also having the fact that you can watch this in the english in english or in the original comanche language yeah. with yeah i thought that was the coolest thing when you texted me that i or i was just thrilled and and i did watch it in english just because uh i was on a plane and i was watching it on my tablet or on my phone i think so and when i watched it comanche well it has subtitles <laughs> okay but it's you know it's harder to read subtitles on a phone uh, yeah exactly so when i got to watch it it was on a plane on the way back and so i watched it on my phone which you know I will watch this again. Like it will be another watch and I will watch it in the Comanche language and I will watch it on my big screen. Um, but uh, as far as that, I just think that's a really cool addition to this, something they didn't have to do that furthers uh, representation, Hollywood. representation yeah. in Hollywood. Exactly. Yeah. Um, thank you for saying the word representation because it was leaving my head. I got you, buddy. Um, but <laughs> so I saw you you're like, uh, <laughs> um, but it's really cool that they did that and i i really i commend uh the filmmakers on this one and and, and it's, i was gonna say fox studios but it, it's disney it's disney right yeah um it's 20th century fox logo but it's disney owns it and it's on hulu it's a hulu original this movie um, are you gonna put it on disney plus with I, <laughs> uh, I mean i wouldn't be surprised if that'd be awesome hulu and disney plus just merged at some point mm uh because it's kind of silly but it's more money by hulu i I just i fear the merger now you know like i know they're gonna like mergers are killing us right now yeah mergers are killing us right now but we'll talk about that later (laughs) yeah um this movie 100 deserved a theatrical release though Oh, exactly i mean i'm really glad i got to watch it because but that's because i have a huge tv Hmm. uh and and it's right in front of my couch so it's like being in the theater but the uh <laughs> but the uh the experience that you get in the theater is just you know hands down a world of difference so 
Uh, yeah, I would have loved the option to have gone to the theater. Thank God. I, I, unfortunately, I had such a busy week. I was, again, I'm I'm always like campaigning for the dual release. Let people watch it at home. Let people watch in the theater. And if you want to charge them for a movie ticket price or for like a rental, it's only available like that for a little bit. I think that if a movie came out yeah. to theaters and came out to like uh, VOD <clears throat> and they had the same amount of money you're paying for it, the $12 yeah. or $14 a ticket, I'd probably do it at home for a lot of movies same um it's a lot harder especially now for the foreseeable future if i watch anything uh at home it's gonna be on my tablet or on my phone with headphones on or on yep. my computer screen because i've got a new kid in the house you it's got a newborn to, it's a lot harder to to watch a movie especially with even a three-year-old in the house you just can't uh, yeah um it's a lot harder he wants to take over the tv so if i if i have to watch it i'm i'm not even watching it on my big screen because he's taking over the tv but so, now you have two sleep schedules to worry about. Exactly. You know, on top of your own. <laughs> right. Although LG is making an earbud that is Dolby Atmos. Whoa. And it's supposed to come out really soon and reviews on it are pretty spectacular. And it's apparently the spatial audio and everything in it is like even top, more top notch than uh, Apple Pro Buds. And it's, it's only like, wow. I say only, but it's still expensive, but it's like 250 for them. But, but that's, but that's right there with Apple Airbuds. I think it's 250. 40 240 they're trying to undercut apple yeah um but they're supposed to be awesome and the full reviews are going to come out next week or something like that or like in a couple of weeks anyway i read the first initial thoughts on them and i was like holy crap like pairing this to your tv and then having dolby atmos in your earbuds yeah that sounds that sounds pretty legit and i might i might buy into that if uh if i need that for like watching tv you know like of course might. but anyway uh sorry we're going off topic here but yeah it would have been great to see this in the theaters i don't know it's hard to see movies in the theaters right now for me i have to kind of sneak away yeah. um but uh you know we'll get there there's nothing's really releasing right now anyway all the big stuff will start coming out november-ish right i think uh -huh. maybe a couple in october we'll get some like halloween uh, halloween halloween will come out in october you know, and I think after, if anybody went and saw Nope and was disappointed that we didn't get the huge spectacle and the alien versus man type of scenario, you know, like this movie was a welcome, oh. you know, like comfort after that because we get to see all of that. Well, and it's, it's, it's action, right? Like we, how, how much action, how many action movies do we get these days where it's not really an action movie it's like action comedy yes like i want something sometimes i just want something straight up action like even the gray man it was an action movie but it was like they were playing it cheesy and stuff like i yeah. want like a and serious yeah i want a serious action film and prey was a, a welcome serious action film yeah um with with the i don't I, i'm not gonna say i had a message just the fact that it had the representation itself was the message yeah exactly um i think it's something that's super important these days uh the the latino community i'm not going to say latinx because i think that just uh, so don't get me started but basically hey, it's hey, a lazy you, you way of not learning the, the culture you guys yeah. got father of the bride remake uh, yeah but Which yeah, I actually here is pretty good i feel like the latina community is getting a huge representation but the latino community is you know like it's suffering and like um anyways well, even the Asian, uh, they, Asian films, the, like but with this, everything everywhere all at once as well. Like, yeah, the, this this is great because I mean we're we're all this this anyways, uh, we're all looking for this community to to bolster uh, as far as people that are looking to increase representation in Hollywood. Well, let me ask so you this: it's How many a great times? Forward. How many times do you go and watch a film with Native Americans in it, and they are the villains, right? They yeah, are the, but, mm -hmm. or the victims. We don't. Yeah we don't have that representation i mean it's coming reservoir uh oh god what is it called um that new series on reservation dogs i'm just keep thinking reservoir dogs like the movie reservation dogs on fx is is yeah. about uh native americans and yep. it's, it's supposed to be absolutely fantastic i actually want to watch it again i'm so backlogged on anything i want to watch but that's one of the shows like high on my list. And I just watched the uh, day shift and the villain also is uh, speaking Spanish like the whole time. Oh, that's and awesome. And yeah. so, so it's, so again, like, yeah, like, oh, great. They're, they're uh, the actress is there, you know, uh, but you know, they're playing the villain. It's always the villain. So uh, yeah. But anyways, 
Uh, we digress. <laughs> yeah. But uh, okay, let's go into some of this. We got Amber Mid Thunder. She's been in some stuff before. Uh, she was in Legion. She was in Roswell for pretty much the whole. I said Roswell, New Mexico, the remake show or yes. reboot or whatever it's called. She was in that for almost the whole. I think the whole series. Um, Legion. It seems like most of the series as well. I I watched the first season of Legion. And not for lack of interest. I just didn't keep going. It wasn't for lack of interest. It was really cool. I think it was just at the time I had moved from Korea to back to America and everything was crazy. And so I never got back to it. I want to. But uh, she was also in Hell or High Water, which is so funny. I bought that movie on 4K um, because I've heard nothing but good things about it. It's a mm-hmm. Taylor Sheridan written film with Chris Pine and, and um, Jeff Bridges and Ben Foster. It's supposed to be amazing. Uh, and I own it, bought it for like seven bucks on Black Friday, and I still haven't watched it yet. That's how backlogged I am on movies. Oh, my gosh. Um, but she's been in a, bu- a bunch of stuff. You can go through her list. Um, but she plays the main character. Uh, I believe her name is uh, Naru. Uh-huh. And she's freaking, how fantastic is she in this film? Oh, she's amazing. And I saw reviews on IMDb. Someone put a review up. I want to read this to you because this made me laugh because I was like, no, no way, dude. I mean, I get it because it almost is like the um, some of the reviews you say, oh, it's gone. Um, But anyway, it basically said this movie sucks. Why would you want to why can't we go back to the macho men? Blah, blah. It's very misogynistic. Oh, Uh, yeah. I don't believe that this hundred pound wet. 100 pounds when wet chick could go and fight this thing i was like no because they show you okay. her training yeah exactly so that is exactly what i'm talking about because i've complained i even said that yes. to i was talking uh, that's why to i wanted co-workers. to bring i was talking to some co-workers uh earlier this week that man yeah we really did get plowed with a lot of movies where they put this you know 100 pound you know girl in a role and i really just don't buy it but this movie sold me on it i mean you see her training you see her uh make her own weapon or modify her own weapon and practice with it and um also those are the tools of their trade in how uh you show her motivation and how she would rather be a hunter so she trains herself in her free time and she trains hard it's not like yeah. she's just like it's like man there's montages like she you see her training it's part of the story they built it in yeah instead of like being a throwaway thing they built it in and it works and also she has stealth she's not overpowering she's never it's not like she's like it's not like michelle rodriguez versus uh uh ronda rousey and you're like no way michelle rodriguez would ever beat ronda rousey (laughs) it's not like that it's it's predator kicks her butt i mean throws her around like a rag doll she's just smart enough to hide evade uh, and sneak up on him yes. and get and get important blows, which I think is, you know, uh, makes the movie way more credible. And so I literally I had jaw dropping moments where I'm like, oh, my God, you know, uh, watching her uh, sequences um, and like when the bear is getting like oh. just torn apart in front of her and she just got lucky enough to get thrown in that. She nest goes into the beaver nest, yeah, yeah which was exactly. smart as hell for her to do. I love that part. Oh, totally. And uh, the only thing I, I found, and I I saw an article and I didn't get to read it, but they were saying like they made the mud trick so much cooler in this movie. And I was like, did did they? Because I felt like when she was in the water, she would poke her head up, and you know, you would think, I don't know, that again, if she was wet, it would still look cool. I, I to his vision. I don't think he was ever going after her though, again, because she was not a threat. And I think that kind of works there. I think she was only uh bystander for most of the movie. Exactly. And when she becomes the threat and the mud trick happens, uh that's that was really cool. Uh, oh, 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 that's right. Okay, so because I was whole, like, they didn't really use the mud trick that not, not that really, well. but it was the, I think when they say mud trick, just the fact that there's a trick to make you cool down, that the having the flower, because when they brought the flower and the orange, the orange flower that, that cools was your blood way down, yeah. that was really cool to me because I was like, it's of cool course. they they use it as a medicine, uh-huh. right? Like throughout the whole movie, you're you're hearing about this flower, and of course it's gonna click later. And it didn't immediately click with me. It wasn't until like midway through the movie I was like, oh, she could use that. I got it because I was, you know, I'm a science major. So I was like, she could totally use that. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> well, I didn't really, again, I'm on a plane. 
it wasn't like i was sitting there just listen okay cool it's a medicine whatever it'll probably play later because they're making a bigger deal of it right it's something yeah maybe they could use it as a poison or whatever for predator is that but is that what they're talking about could that they maybe they made the trick better but i mean i think that's what i think they're totally different trick but but that's what i think they're talking about the mud trick makes them cool down and you know i thought they're gonna bring this mud pit back. The, the that is same because gonna, she didn't cover her face, right? You know, so like, they're gonna bring it back somehow. But I don't think that's gonna be the trick that leads them to to her being more stealthy. Plus, um, it's been done before, right? So, but it was a cool like update. Again, this is Passengers. This is the best Predator movie since predator 2 maybe even maybe even rises above predator 2 okay maybe. so this is the part i wanted to talk to you about and the hands down uh predator 1 and 2 stand you know it where they are at obviously yeah. but predators like i'm i feel i'm having a hard time uh going between these two movies and this is okay. the one with adrian brody for our podcast i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give and, you my, my reasoning in a minute well okay so what i remember from what perhaps you said before or what others have said to me uh was that like with the look and the aesthetic of the new predators and the like, kind of race wars that kind of come up in that that people were displeased but the exact same thing happened in this movie uh, because his his skull is different, his face looks different, or rather his skull mask. Uh, you know, it's all different. And I'm just like, well, now wait a minute. Like, how is that different from this movie? And on top of that, I felt like there was way more action have, and suspense in that movie. I have, but no, at the very least, I feel like they're super tied with each other. I have no problem with Predators. I really like Predators. I think that uh, okay. that Robert Rodriguez did a fantastic job with Predators. Yeah. Um, it was Robert Rodriguez, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Um, I love that movie. I love the 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 surprise of Danny Trejo actually being dead. Yes, uh, I love that movie. I do, and I I even love the the switcheroo where Topher Grace is actually a psychopath. I love it. I loved everything about Predators. I have no issue with that movie. But yes, it, the, it, the but was... it didn't really further the lore for me. It okay. felt it felt closer to Alien versus Predator than mm-hmm. it felt to Predator. Um, and again, that's not a knock on it. Uh, no, no, I get it. It's kind of like watching like just like a versus clip online. Yeah. Versus like watching the the story continue. Right. Like Predator, it's okay. like there's a bunch of guys they're hunting. Right. They went to Earth to hunt because every and we don't get this in the first movie. You don't get this even till like I think Alien versus Predator. Mm. Uh, you don't really get the lore until that, right? They're mm. talking about oh, these predators come down and they come down to. to... I don't think I understood that until Alien versus Predator. Um, of course, yeah, and, and I think it's the first time they mention it. Yeah, and unless maybe you read the comics, which I didn't. It's just uh, implied, right? You know uh, that that you know they have a trophy room, right? You know of all these kinds of species. And so I think like, it, oh, I think hunt. that was always the thought process behind the character. I yeah. I honestly do. I don't think this they was just, something they just didn't draw it out. They didn't draw it out. There was no map for us, and it's okay. It, yeah. it was the yeah. it was the eighties and early nineties. They didn't need to. That wasn't what we it was, wanted. It was just time. a pure action movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, hell, we didn't even know Predator had anything to do with aliens until alien until predator 2 when they gave us the hint of the skull exactly um but okay but what i'm saying is it didn't really further the lore for me it felt again more like avp and uh this movie feels more like it could be a direct sequel to the or prequel uh to the first two movies Um, yeah yeah but uh, that is uh, no knock on predators no Uh, no no it's just a chronology you know i still haven't seen the predator um and again, what you're saying about the mask bad. and all that stuff, I don't, I don't, the mask or the way Maybe the, predators, yeah. the predators look never, it does not, I change them up. Hell, I would think that yeah. every predator would want to look different. Um, apparently the, the mask that the predator has in this movie harkens back to the ending of predator two. And it's like the same mask yes. that's up on a mantle somewhere. <gasps> oh, I see it now. Yes. So, Okay, uh, th- that was like Dan Trachtenberg's um, homage back to the originals. I like that it's, because it's kind of like, well, the predator I think that died or flew away had a teammate. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, but I love the lore of these movies. I would love to see. 
I would love to see a really well done Alien versus Predator. Nothing against uh, Paul W S Anderson. I love Event Horizon. I love Mortal Kombat. You we know, love... did you get yours yet? The copy. I, oh, I, I got it. I got oh, it. That yeah, the day it came out. It's twenty fifth anniversary. Beautiful, beautiful steelbook. Oh, beautiful steelbook. Four K. Opening yeah. that, opening that freaking cover off, and and then just it's beautiful, beautiful. Oh man! If passengers go, it's not that expensive. Go Amazon, buy yourself the steelbook limited edition. I think it's still available, but it'll go fast. Uh, it is beautiful looking. I also got my copy of of uh heat 4k steelbook and is beautiful as well um but uh i digress uh i love paul w sanderson i do um but i don't love alien versus predator and if i have to choose i mean alien versus predator is better than requiem requiem's just god awful yes um but i would like to see a really well done uh predators prequel where it's like because the aliens uh supposedly were made were bred by the predators to put yes. them on planets to hunt them and i would love to see that the uh-huh. original hunts and how those went for these predators i would love to see more of the lore hell give me a predators movie that's all spoken in their language and if you want to give me subtitles you can but if you're just giving me context i'm cool with that i don't need any human characters just have the just have yes it be like badass action you know what i mean you know what i would love to see uh also not only kind of, like you know how it's always like as a bat not batman versus superman but like yeah batman versus superman they fight each other and then they hit like a common enemy and they have to go fight that and then they yeah. don't, we don't really get to see who would kill each other uh that would be really cool if you brought in the the great whites from prometheus oh, okay and, uh, i don't know which one which one would fight who but that would be so cool if like the alien predators they they start Don't... fighting each other, and then then Prometheus comes along. I Isn't the... that what the the gods turn into? The uh, what do you mean? The whites, the white, the the. They turn into what? Don't isn't there evolution? The alien. Isn't that I... what I was supposed to understand from the ending of Prometheus? No, I thought that they were like other creators. Is it just that they created it? Man, Me, I haven't seen Prometheus yeah. in forever. I think I only saw it one time. Uh, not because I didn't like it. I thought like, it was like, what fine. if Predator needed the help of the Great Whites to make the aliens? You know what I mean? I don't I, know. Maybe I don't. I'm actually. I I, I would, may have totally missed that part of the lore. And I don't think that Predators made the aliens. I just think they bred them. Like yeah, they, they, exactly. They bred them. Yeah. Um, but I. I'd be, I'd just be down. Give me more alien and predator lore. Give me more lore. Yeah. And that's what I liked or, about this. It kind of extended, Prey kind of extends the lore. Um, And the other thing they could do with it is instead of like being like, oh, we made them to, they could have discovered them and uh, domesticated them. Like we domesticated dogs and bred and changed their species. Yeah. So maybe showing that process. Well, I mean, so you we can see like a completely different organism. What, alien three? uh or aliens three or whatever it's called that one gives us like the bulldog alien and the, oh yeah you get, you get like all this different type of aliens that are just bred from other things so i think uh, isn't it oh isn't it God, the fact so that long. the face huggers go on to different animals and then the alien that comes out is the splice between that animal and the alien the okay okay i think that's uh, how yeah. the, the lore works on that Ooh, anyway i just want to see some kick-ass action variety uh, yeah. with a great lore lore gets me action mm-hmm. awesome i want it i want the action it has to have action but if you can add the lore in there and really just like spice it up yeah. have you heard of a prequel of them wanting to do like a samurai version of this i'd be okay with that too i'm so excited for it yeah all the, in the japanese actor who played uh scorpion Oh, I love uh, him. They had him on the photo. I'm not I'm sure on, if it was like a fan. Yeah. I can't uh, say right now. The same, man. But the T uh, was on it. And I was like, man, is this like a fan fiction thing? Or is this for real? So I got to check it out. If that's that, real, that'd so be that'd be awesome. Already. I mean, just give me cool lore, though. I want some cool lore. I like how the Predators always find like the, the big species. This felt more like the Predator came down to prove himself to to get trophies of whatever he could. And the the Comanche Indians happen to be there. Okay, so I don't know if you've ever been like, you've never been hunting, right? No. So yeah, I, I do know you've never been hunting. <laughs> so never been but, hunting. Uh, but there, there, you go to leases. You go to the leases that are 
you know, some are really good. Some have like the big best trophies of your life and some they're just somebody's farm and, you know, they're raising them and they're, they got some of their population that they need to, you know, conserve, you know, essentially. So, uh, but yeah, some, some of them uh, are not the best game or whatever that we could imagine in the entire universe, obviously. So uh, I think that's what happened. He came to just a natural preserve and and started wandering around and seeing what he could hunt. That's exactly what it felt like. And I'm okay with that. That's all I, you know, that's, uh, again, we know the lore behind them in that regard. So it's really cool that he went up against all of the top uh, predators, so to speak. And he um, ran through them. And... <laughs> So we have Amber Midthunder, who's fantastic. I think we went off on a huge r- rant about all the lore and stuff, and it's great. But Amber Midthunder was fantastic. But freaking her brother, Tabe, Dakota yes, Beavers. Dakota Beavers, man. Brand new player. Fantastic. He was such a good actor in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. And a good brother. You know, uh, I love... I So when that whole thing went down with her in the jungle, right? And there, it's like her... Oh, I forgot the word. But her, like, her moments... To, like, uh, oh yeah, be hunted yeah, yeah, yeah by something that's hunting you uh or hunt something that's hunting you rather yeah so uh when they go in the they do the line scene i thought because she lands the spear uh when he uh, jump lunges at her but uh, i was like oh my god he's gonna lie about the kill being his but essentially she just maimed it but she didn't actually get the kill and carry it back so um like i was like oh man he's gonna like take her kill but he was still really cool about it. I thought I thought that story was going to go some like, you know, left field, like I hate my brother thing too uh, and be like totally estranged from her family. But no, the the, the sense of community in this movie was just amazing. Yeah, uh, I really like that. And the, and the fact that you've had, you know, he really wants to see her succeed, um, but also wants to protect her. And he yeah. maybe does that wrong at first. Like the whole thing with the tiger and uh, or the lion or tiger anyway that whole thing where they're um where she she gets knocked out but she spears the tiger yes uh, but the other guy gets taken out and he's like later he's like no you your plan didn't work he like kind of like he's trying to protect her he's not trying to be a dick yeah he's trying to protect her but then later when uh when he's going to sacrifice himself for her and he's like you can do this i i needed you for that you know like I couldn't have done that without you. Uh-huh. That was uh, that was fantastic to me. I like that. Oh, it was touching. Yeah. Um, she just oh god, she, she goes through all this crap throughout the movie in such an interesting way. Like the whole thing where she gets captured by the French. Uh, oh yeah, or whatever. The, uh, whatever the, settlers or the settlers. Yeah, you got Big Beard. Like none of them had a real name. Big Beard and uh, <laughs> yeah waxed mustache are their names i think Raphael's the only one who gets a name and he's the <laughs> nice guy who can speak comanche uh-huh um but yeah that whole thing was interesting how she you know the traps and all that because i mm-hmm. thought at first maybe the predator was leaving bear traps so That's it's kinda, a, yeah it kind of was cool to lead into like oh no it's the french settlers uh, and also are, i thought man uh they're really gonna go low tech with predator on this one when i saw that right oh god god the tech how they use the the arrows Yes, and they come back to him, and, kind of the Yondu style, and then she gets like she's able to to use that again. Oh God, I just loved. Oh I yeah, that was such a clever trick. I thought that was great. Loved it. Oh God, I loved it. I love this movie. Um, the action is fantastic. The acting is fantastic. The direction is fantastic. the The kills are fantastic. Um, it's smart. It it's just for a streaming movie like come on we're so used to like netflix just throwing us these movies like red notice was fun gray yeah. man was fun but they're but not, did you have they to see it in theaters smart nah. like prey right. Prey felt smart in an action i just really liked it i just oh, it really amazing. really liked it and i just want to see more uh predator movies like this and throw them yes. into the theater on the big screen let me see it on the biggest screen i can because that uh my eyeballs and ear holes want all of that and unfortunately, I was expecting a, a really harsh reaction from audiences. Uh, and I thought I was going to be one of the only people that liked it. And I was so thrilled that everyone is just loving this movie, except, you know, for a few naysayers. Um, but, oh, gosh, I loved it, too, so much. Yeah, it was just so, so fun. So fun. Um, 
a you know every actor in it was good i don't think there was a bad actor in it all the all the the bit players in the sidelines the the french people the french settlers uh everyone was fantastic in their parts i didn't feel like anything was cheesy uh and they even uh wasabi the um played by stormy Ke- kip uh that i really he was oh. like the the other tribe uh tribesman that was like, about, always antagonizing you're talking about rufio Calvary. right uh did he had the red is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, the Rufio Mohawk. But yeah, no, now I get it. I was no, like, oh, red feathers. <laughs> every, yeah. every, time I, every time I saw him, I was like, Rufio. Oh, yeah, no, it, it, <laughs> um, definitely. I was just like, that's a really got a Rufio Mohawk. I wonder if that's a, if that's like a homage or if it was just like a cool thing to do. Well, well, that's what the Lost Boys were doing in the, you know, uh, in the animation and in yeah. the live action is that they were, um, uh, uh imitating native americans right play fashion i can't say it right i can't say the, na- the name of the game anymore i don't think it's appropriate no it's not it's not. okay it's not um i i fully recommend this movie i think this is for it's not a horror film it's an action film you know like people look oh, at, yeah people look at alien and they say horror film and predator they just by association they call it it's not predators action it there's there's even as far as blood it's goes, an action thriller it's not gory I mean, it's it's not it's just it's rated R because there's people dying, but it's not like a yeah. gory film either. Like there's like there's predator blood and that's green. Yeah, exactly. Oh, is... the dog. The dog is so good. Oh, I love the dog. Uh, every time so the dog, I thought the dog was going to die, I was like, yeah, like, oh, same. Good. And they don't do it. And I love that it isn't just like uh, like, oh, just magically the dog survives. Like no, the dog is like participating oh, in in helping its owner, its person. Dan, I love it so much. Dan Trachtenberg said that a lot of people were saying, "Give us more of the dog in the movie." And Dan Trachtenberg said, "This was a dog that we found that had no training. What they don't really train these types of dogs because it's it's a it, it is like the dog the Comanche would have had back then. Yeah, like of it's that sort of authenticity. Dog. Nice. Uh, and so it's authentic. So they never the dog's good. It was a good dog, but." Uh, as far as it being on set, like it, it didn't have the training that normal dog set dogs have. So everything they, everything that they were able to film was in the movie. Wow. There was, it wasn't like they left anything on the cutting floor. He said like that legitimately everything that we got were the dog we used every ounce we possible. Used all of it. Exactly. <laughs> so while watching the film, I was like, Oh, let me see if I can see if this dog like goes off its mark or whatever, but no, they, they hit, it was great. I hope they don't like, like try to ump the ante by doing like a CG dog next time that would just kill it. Yeah, no, it was a great dog. Um what it, a great dog. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love the dog in this movie. Um but anyway, love the movie. Go see it. It is it is a predator movie through and through. Uh it gives you all the reasons for all that's happening. I don't think there were any plot holes except I love that fantastic ending animation. Did you watch the whole ending animation? I thought I did. Yeah. What, I thought maybe there would be like an ending scene, but the, their end credit scene was just oh, the animation. It was everything that happened in the film uh, uh, as like cave paintings. Yes, at, yes. At the very end, though, that is all the the Comanche staring up, and three predator ships are coming down on them. Yeah. Or as she calls them, thunderbirds. Yeah. Oh, again. Yeah, I do remember that. That's yeah, a, because it looks like lore from our ancient drawings. It's really cool. And again, I thought that uh, I, I thought there was going to be a twist in this movie at first. Uh, with the bear traps and everything uh, I thought there was gonna be a twist that actually it takes place now and not in like the what 1300s or 300 years ago uh-huh. uh, I was like oh, maybe it's like it's like a village situation where it's like oh. Comanche Indians are here and then, then, then but no they, they just believe it's yeah that time I like that, that they way. didn't uh, I like they didn't go that way I'm glad that's a out. lot was... bigger area to cover though but yeah um, <laughs> I did love the cave drawing thing at the end and, and having that. And Dan Trachtenberg said that's not like a sequel idea. He just said he wanted like something fun like that to be a Easter egg. But they did have multiple ships or at least multiple passings. Uh, there was... So, you know, who knows? Maybe they did see three and then those guys were like, all right, you take this spot. We're going to go down the way, you know, sure. a little bit. I mean, would I, would I watch another Predator movie with Amber Midthunder going after a bunch of Predators? Yes. Oh, totally. With, with yeah. all, like, she, she like trains them to be like Predator hunters uh, <sighs> would be awesome. And I would definitely watch that. 
but would I also like to see another Predator movie set in a different era? Yes, I yeah. would. Oh, totally. Uh, the Samurai is a must. I'm trying to think like Predator in Victorian times, ripping up some some like some jolly old good lads. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, the beast. Oh. So I may smite thee. Jack the Ripper was actually Predator. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. That is actually a really <laughs> no, not not that he's Predator, but Predator versus Jack the Ripper. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that It'd be kind of a fun that, idea. That is like him going after like famous yeah. like slashers. Yeah, It'd be kind of fun. At least ex- explore it in like a comic book would be kind of fun. Yeah, like From Hell meets Predator, or like uh, Predator versus Jekyll and Hyde. Can we get Johnny Depp back as uh, as as uh, Jack the Ripper? That no, Johnny sweet. Depp wasn't Jack the Ripper, was he? Johnny Depp was the the uh, investigator. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it from him. Uh yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to give your two cents? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I echo your sentiments. Uh, you know, I thought this was an amazing movie. Uh, I enjoyed every second of it. If they ever decide to do a theater release, go do that. I, don't, oh, I doubt. I'd will, probably re-see it in the theaters. If same. Yeah. Same. I'm saying, uh, but make sure whenever you watch this movie, save it till nighttime. Turn down your lights. And just enjoy the thrill ride. It's so great. Jack up the sound. Yes. Yeah. Turn up. Great the movie. <laughs> great movie. Okay, so for our always drag to never, we kind of went different because uh, the actors in this movie we hadn't really seen before, and they haven't really done much before. So yeah, just catalogs a little different. We did Amber Mid Thunder, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Danny Glover, putting in the three top three, sure of um of Predator. the movies. Could have done like Stone Cold. Could have done uh, <laughs> you know a lot of these people, but we we didn't. So um yeah, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Yeah, I think this one's uh kind of easy, but uh always Arnold, the drag to Danny Glover. And uh, never see Amber Mid Thunder, unfortunately, just because those two guys are classic, and I can't give up Lethal Weapon either. Uh, and they're making a new one. I can't give up True Lies. Like I'm sorry, man. Uh, I do look forward to Amber Mid Thunder's career, though, so it's unfortunate she's in my never. Uh, but so I'm, I'm, but on this one, it's just that's just the way the answer's got to stand, man. Uh, I get it. Um, I'm going. Um always Arnold drag to Amber and never Danny Glover. Uh, That's a good answer. I think uh, Arnold is always going to interest me. Uh, in, well, you know, I almost want to say always Amber because I think Arnold's at the tail end of his career. And unless we get like an Arnold reconnaissance, you know, like unless he's like suddenly starts <laughs> doing some like amazing things, I haven't really been interested in his newer stuff. Uh, I don't, I don't think we're going to see another Terminator with him in it um that's gonna be like amazing um i think i think he's kind of at the end where he's just doing stuff because he because he can uh and so maybe i'm going amber for my always because i think that she's a talent to watch out for and i'm going drag to arnold and danny glover lethal weapon's great i love some of his older films but i think i'm just gonna say uh goodbye to danny glover on that one uh but it's still a good answer still a great answer yeah uh, but yeah i mean I, I do agree i do agree with what you're saying yeah I say. um but anyway we where we can really agree on is our next sponsor Ooh. all right passengers on to the birthday and news as you know we're just going through and we're talking about a couple of them so august 14th to the 20th we have steve martin and our new friend taffeta darling yes uh August 15th, we have Ben Affleck. August 16th, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just going to go down the list. Taika Watiti, Robert De Niro, Andy Samberg, John Stamos, Andrew Garfield. Uh, I think that's a pretty solid list. Uh, but I think... Yeah, it was almost, it was tough to, you know... Single out. Choose, like, who are we going to talk about? But I think we've singled out Steve Martin. And, and I think really because, one, he's had a great career. Two, he's, yes. he's, he's done. He says he, after uh, they after they stopped doing only murderers left in the building he's retiring yeah that is uh man that is bittersweet news because if anybody deserves a retirement to rest after just an amazing career it's steve martin okay favorite Um, steve martin film you got one oh dude that's really (laughs) that's uh 
It's hard, isn't it? That is so tough. And I, I'm just so in love with uh, Only Murders in the Building right now. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. Is it good? It's so good. I haven't watched the newest season, but uh, but it is so good. Um, it's a hard one. It's a really this, is, this is so tough. <laughs> I think I'm going with, uh, I got a couple of them, but like, my, one of my all-time favorites is Roxanne. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, but also The Three Amigos. Yeah, I, I knew that one was yours. I didn't want to steal it. But uh, even even Father of the Bride. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm I'm so torn between Father of the Bride and Parenthood. I'm surprised you're not going with, like, Bowfinger. That yeah, seems, well, like, right up your alley, too. Well, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It's, I love that movie. But as far as, like, like favorite steve martin movie of all time yeah like i'm i'm really torn uh i i want to say it's parenthood parenthood is my favorite movie of his fantastic film as well yeah oh the jerk the guy who played amadeus is his son that was awesome yeah the jerk is amazing the jerk is so good actually maybe jerk might be up there as well golly he's done so many good movies hard yeah have you ever seen um have you ever seen um shop girl no shop girl is him claire danes and jason schwartzman it was based on a book and then he loved the book so much uh or did he write the book he might have written the book yeah he wrote the book so it's it's a it's a novella that steve martin wrote which is a fantastic book by the way um and the movie is just as good um but it's 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 basically like claire danes works in a shop and this older man kind of is trying to woo her didn't you and i go to the museum in fort worth for to see one of his art exhibits it was like his private collection i feel like yeah we did the I feel like that's modern art did. museum right yeah in fort worth yeah that was so that was awesome i was it's- so I felt privileged to walk through his collection. It was amazing. He's such an interesting man, though. Like, he's got a man of many talents. Plays the banjo, has albums, has comedy bits, has movies, writes books. Uh, Yeah, I just think he's multifaceted and talented. Yeah, and he shows that off in Only Murders in the Building. He plays uh, an accordion. Yeah. And I just thought that was, you know, it's so cool uh, that I love when people play, like, weird not weird instruments but like you know niche instruments right right like weird owl in the uh accordion yeah and uh, like i love the harmonica that is like one of my favorite things because the like singing you could just pick it up and do it you know it's it's you know what like literally it fits in your pocket right shout out though to robert de niro oh absolutely the raging bull uh you know oh my god the Meet the parents. Dude, Analyze I mean, this and that. Yeah, I. Oh, heat. Every other it was amazing. That was one of those for one of those action movies that like literally pulled my face back wow. in disbelief. Like Michael Mann, where they're right? leaving. Oh yeah, there's a huge exit scene in that movie where they're just like just rips your face off. It's so intense. Yeah, dude, Michael Mann makes some fantastic movies though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Robert De Niro. Um. Happy birthday to all of our celebrities. Yes, without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So thank you. Let's get into some news. Uh, I want to start off with this. I'm going to say grain of salt. I'm going to say grain of salt. I don't know how grain of salt it is. It could be a tiny grain of salt. It could be like a full salt shaker. It could be total. uh, It could be total truth. I want it to be a salt shaker that's solid because, you know, the moisture got in there. Moisture got, I hate (laughs) it. But I hope this is true just because I... We've been big proponents of Restore the Snyderverse. Um, yes. But the rumor is, and I'm going to say rumor, it's from a very credible source, allegedly, uh-huh. that uh, Ben Affleck is going in for reshoots. And, and and we have heard stuff that Ben Affleck has been getting back into shape. So it could have been for another movie. It could be anything, but it could be for Batman. And so uh, that he's going in for reshoots for the ending of uh, The Flash. They're going to reshoot the ending of The Flash. That Keaton is out from the DCEU. Oh, uh, it's sad, but you know, Batgirl got canceled and Keaton was a part of that. Yes. Uh, they're probably gonna, they're probably not gonna make that uh, Keaton Batman Beyond movie, which is sad. 
Um, you know, there's a bunch of stuff we're probably not going to get from Keaton now, but uh, maybe they'll keep him in the movie. Maybe he'll still be a part of it, but he won't be the new Batman uh, like everyone was saying was going to happen. Um, we're now going to get, uh, they're now going to get uh, Batman back. He, there, It looks like the WB Discovery CEO wants to restore the Snyderverse. So that's awesome. I'm, I'm down with it. Uh, I'm sad about Keaton because I do. I hope that he shows up in the Flash, but I, I do hope that the ending is retooled where where Ben Affleck's Batman is is Batfleck. You know, he stays in the DCU. Yeah. Um. Just a nice little segue since we mentioned the Snyderverse for a second. Um. W. S. Anderson says that restoration of the long lost footage from Event Horizon uh, would take Snyder cut like efforts to get back uh, out to us. So I, I'm honestly whispering to myself, worth it. You know, like, please. Uh, you know, the problem with that is that the only footage they have left from that is VHS footage. Right. You'd almost have to do uh, de-aging and bring the actors back in to replay their roles. Uh to even get that footage back, which I think is kind of what Paul W.S. Anderson is, um, is, is, is saying Snyder cut. Yeah. Uh, like stuff because you'd have to get reshoots. You'd have to put a lot of money into it because you can't really take that uh, VHS footage and clean it up as, as uh, even anywhere close to 1080p, maybe 480p. Um, you know, like the animation from like Love Death Robots or Animatrix, I would if they could just like up update the or uh, upgrade the storyboards to look like that, you know, like I just want to see I just want to see something uh that uncovers like the lost footage. But yeah. yeah, even just releasing the VHS stuff would be great. Well, I I would even uh I would even be okay if they just wanted to put like a like a thing out there that you can like download or watch that's just basically like here's the scene and then yeah. here's the storyboard showing you what happens. Just exactly. maybe to, to give us what happens would be fine. And there, um, there are some of that in the extra features. Yeah. But yeah, there's stuff that is not even in the features. It is a really cool set, though. Yeah. Uh, Edgar Wright has put a fan cast out there for the next Tomb Raider saying he'd like to see Aubrey Plaza take on Lara Croft. Huh. Don't say you'd I, like that. If you say you like that, I don't understand why you didn't like Alicia Vikander. I kind of like it because she's... I've seen her be scrappy in other things, you know? Like, I don't know. I just, and plus I like Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Why am I not allowed to like Aubrey Plaza? I love Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> I wouldn't mind this casting. I think that uh, Aubrey Plaza could play it well, but I, I I just assume, I don't assume, it's kind of what you said, that you want a buxom woman uh, who's athletic and can kick ass. Yeah, I do. I do think that she needs to kick ass and that's what needs to be sold. And I, I think that Aubrey Plaza can sell that. Um, I didn't get quite sold on the last actresses. You know, like we were talking about even this movie where she sold it, you know, like, I mean, I really am thinking that that person can fight and evade and all just be a super smart person in combat. You know, in this movie, I, I buy it, but there are a lot of other movies that don't. And unfortunately, uh, that Laura Croft movie or, or Tomb Raider movie was uh just didn't do it for me. I, I hate that I have to say that, but you know, it's, it's that's that's just how it landed for me. That's funny. I get it. I get it. It's not a it's not a big deal. I get it. Yeah. You don't have to like everything. I'm trying to get my zoom yeah. back, dang it. Remember the, the the river of lava. Do you gotta do just like that? Try to you, see maybe if I zoom in on like a, on a picture and bring it in again. <laughs> there we go. There, there we go. go. Yeah. Uh, all right. And then um, I love this bit of thing. Giancarlo Esposito has talked to Marvel and uh, he wants to play Professor, Professor X in the uh, in the oh. mutants. The It's called the mutants, maybe not X-Men. OK, if anybody that. Uh, if anybody else can play Professor X and sell it. I think he could do it. I think he can do it. But it also yeah, wouldn't. I think I, he can. In in contrast, since I've seen him play a villain really well, yeah, I almost say Magneto. But oh, uh, he'd be he good. He could either one. Uh, what's that guy from? Uh, you know, like Warriors, Bastards. Uh, that 
that actor that's really menacing. Uh, about the German one? Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I I, I can't really. Christoph, Christoph, uh, Christoph, Chris, Chris. He was in everything for a long time. Yeah, exactly. But uh, if let me get his name because I can't believe Christoph Holtz, Christoph. Uh, uh, yeah, Waltz, Christoph Waltz. Uh, that was gonna drive me crazy if I didn't remember that one. Um, you know, he's he's like that where you can put him in any role and they can just do it. Um, so honestly, now that would make a great Magneto, Christoph Waltz. Can't have. Can't, I'm sorry, can't have a German be. Uh, can't have a German be Magneto if you're gonna use Magneto's oh, background. Oh. Oh wait, 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 wait. Is he not German? Jewish? Magneto Magneto would be German. No, Magneto's well, I guess there were Jewish Germans. Yeah, of course. I guess you're right. That, that's that's a that's a religion versus a place. <laughs> the other the only other problem I think the problem I have with it is the fact that I've seen Christoph Waltz play a Nazi. And so it's really hard to like dislike if you put him in a role that's like a person who gets caught by the Nazis, it kind of seems uh i would also be okay with like mads mickelson playing Magneto. oh he'd be really menacing like christoph oh, waltz yeah. is like a fun menacing uh-huh. where mads mickelson is like i don't want to f with that guy yeah maybe he'd, he'd be he'd be a cool yeah. casting period in the marvel universe yeah oh wait <laughs> oh wait duh he was the bad guy in dr strange Really? The guy with the eyes? Oh. Duh. <laughs> sorry. It's oh my God. I'm, that's, I'm so sorry, passengers. It's such a silly mistake to make. But yeah, he was already in the... Uh, already in. He was... Uh, Cal- Calcilius? Uh, K- Case... Yes, yes. Casilius. Yeah, Casilius, yeah. yeah. God, I love Madden Nicholson. He, he, could just, he could play it again. He could play yeah. a he could play Magneto. I still wouldn't care. Well, they're it's coming, like uh, they're coming from like, a different verse, right? Yeah, but I mean, it's like uh, Thanos and uh, uh, Kane or uh, Abel. Uh, <laughs> I can't. What's oh my god? Oh my god! Well, Cable. Having, Cable. 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 Sorry, my brain just like is it's too early. This is what you have get you been, for being have like you been we got to record now, buddy. Have you been watching <laughs> uh, a little bit. Because you've been watching Sandman, you got Cain and Abel in there. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Anyway, that's hysterical. No, uh, I was like, I, was like I can't get this name out of my mouth. Carl Urban would like <laughs> to play Dread again. I, you know, as much guff as I give that movie, and I, I know how much you love it, I wouldn't mind another uh iteration. Like straight up action, like straight up just badass yes. action. Get Alex Garland to do it again. Well directed it. Uh, not direct. Did Alex Garland direct that or did he just write it? You know what, dude? I would love it if there was a Rob Schneider cameo or a Sylvester Stallone cameo. Like that that's what that's what I need now is I need the universe to expand. Like we're talking about the lore of Predator expanding. I like when cult classics like that get lore built upon them. I, I don't I I prefer I have it. I have. I have the perfect. I want them to expand. I have the perfect one for you. Here you go. Okay. Dread sequel. We bring in Death because Death is a big bad guy in the Dread uh, universe. Death is played by Stallone. Ooh. Because he's still wearing the mask. It's Death with the mask. He's got the. He's got the. Stallone playing a bad guy. I want that now. I I want that. Yeah. Alex Garland, get on that. Yeah. You need to uh, write that script and you could bring in the director if you want or get someone new. And just give us a call if you need one of the ideas. Yeah. Um, and then sad news. We'll go oh. to the sad. We'll end on the sad news. Um, Anne Heche has died at the age of 53. Yeah. Uh, she was in a car accident in LA and um, in a coma. And now she's uh, declared brain dead. So she's that's death. Um, and the only reason she's still on life support, and I don't know if it's true now as of recording, it might be different, but um, as of recording, she is on life support for um, organ harvesting. Wow, I can't is that, believe it. Is that the organ doning? Organ harvesting? Yeah, yeah. Is that the right way to say uh, it? Yeah, harvesting yeah, for, from a donor, yeah. 
Uh, unfortunately, she was 53 years young, man. Yeah. I can't believe it. Too young, uh, full of life. Last time I saw her, she was on Dancing with the Stars, and she did fantastic. Uh, she's Love just such a volcano. Volcano. Six, six, di- six days. Six days and seven <laughs> nights. Donnie Brasco, Wag the Dog. Uh, uh, six Days and Seven Nights was one of my favorite movies for a little while, like Guilty Pleasures. Mm-hmm. I would like constantly watch it. I loved Harrison Ford and her just bantering back and forth in the wild. It was so funny. She was uh, See You in Bang Fong in The Legend of Korra. I love that show. Um, I'm trying to look at some of her other stuff that I was like, I remember her in the few episodes of Nip Tuck. Um, but yeah, I mean, the volcano is like volcano and, and milk money. We didn't mention. Yeah. Milk oh money. yeah. Milk, milk money. money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's the, the friend that she tries to go back to and, uh, they're just kind of, uh, under the control of their former employer. Yeah. And I think she, oh, in psycho, she was, she's in the remake of psycho as Marion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, you know, the big thing people remember is that she did, uh, she was with Ellen for a while their romance before ellen was with uh portia de rosso rossi yeah portia de rossi. um but yes rest in peace and yeah, rest uh, in peace oh my gosh well on that note let's hear a word from our sponsor okay hey mark today's sponsor is stone cold's creamery once you take a bite of their ice cream you'll be stone cold stunned on the floor for our passengers you'll get two free toppings with the purchase of the stunner that's their signature flavor but we won't tell you what it tastes like. You just got to try it for yourselves. Thanks, Stone Cold Screamery. Thanks. All right, passengers, we're on to the new and improved elevator pitch. Mark is going to get uh, to do it this time around. Uh, I'm rolling a dice, a D4, and then I'm picking a random movie out of a random movie generator. There's going to be four movies to choose from. Mark, you ready? Yeah. All right, let's roll the dice. All right, it's a one, so you're rebooting. Here are your four movies you can reboot. Okay. Rambo. So it says First first Blood. Uh Uh-huh. Dune. Uh, Technically, it's Jodorowsky's Dune, but that's just a documentary, so we're just going to say Dune. Okay. So you can reboot Dune, whether you want to choose the new Dune or the old Dune. Mm -hmm. Uh, The 2017 classic Home Again. I've never seen that, so I don't know. I don't it's think I've a, seen that. It's a Reese. Is that Reese Witherspoon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it Reese I did see yeah, that. Yeah, it is Reese. Uh, and then Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> We're men. I men blink in tights. It. Tights, tights. <laughs> tights, tights. Uh, that, that's also a classic. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. A reboot. Oh, it's tough. Okay, so Men in Tights. What were the other ones? Men in Tights, Home Again, Dune, and Rambo First Blood. It's not technically called Rambo First Blood. It's technically called First Blood, but it's a Rambo movie, so. Mm -hmm. It's just rebooting Rambo, basically. This is really tough. Um... It is a hard one. I, I, I get it's it. It's tough because, like, with Dune, like, I, I just want to, uh, I want to reboot it to make it more, just like slightly more entertaining because it's so slow and drawn out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, that's all I would do is I would just like speed up Dune. That's all I would do. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I don't need this whole long movie that we got the first. Uh, iteration of I think to be fair down. I think it'd be really hard to reboot Dune just because you don't know where the story's going. Yeah, so exactly. I think I, I would personally choose something else, but uh that's all I want to do because I'm like I I want I want to reboot Men in Tights, but I respect Mel Brooks like way too much. Right, but it, he's done sequels and stuff, so I mean you you could always do like a it's a reboot's not a remake. It's just kind of it's kind of like just a sequel in that world. You could do like. Uh, women in tights and it could be the movie from marion's side or something like that oh that's hilarious oh my god 
Nope, I'm sticking to it. I just want Dune to be shorter. That's all I want. So <laughs> first, the first movie, you're just gonna re reboot the movie and just have it no. be faster. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna literally cut out like 30 minutes of sand. <laughs> the whole movie, it's just sand. Yeah, oh, there's there's another Dune. Even the Dunes walk in these movies, man. <laughs> Oh, it was one of my favorite movies of last year. Oh, yeah, it's it's, it's it. really good. It was just so slow. Wait, was that That's this all. year or last year? Uh, oh my believe, god, it was this year. Wasn't it's it? still this year. Yeah. Oh my it god. Came out, what four months ago? Yeah, you're like, right. God, uh, it feels like feels like two years ago, but no, it, yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, post pandemic, uh, you know, drawn out <laughs> time frames. Yeah, dude, that's so funny. Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Elevator. We love you, passengers. And remember, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at popcultureelevator at gmail.com, Instagram at popcultureelevator, Twitter at PCE Podcast, and our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next Wednesday.